Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another edition of Raising Vibration Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Raven, and tonight I am blessed to have a special person that I just met today because I didn't plan on having a show today because it's my birthday, <laughs> and I met this beautiful soul, and I said, you know what? We're doing a show tonight. <laughs> so with further ado, let me introduce you to Lisa Broomfield. Hi there. Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for coming on the show tonight. Um, tell everybody exactly what you do right now. Well, um, I um, have a private practice that's called Take Five Meditations. I am an energy healer. I am a psychic and a medium, a spiritual mentor, and a life coach. Um, so what I do basically, um, are two things. Obviously I do the psychic readings and the mediumship, but I also do a very special healing with a guided meditation. First, I take people into a sound bath with my beautiful healing drum for about 15 minutes. Um, and this gets people super relaxed and, um, really helps release a lot. Then I take you into a very deep healing guided meditation where you go up in my signature hot air balloon to raise your vibration. And then we float around and I let spirit take us to an oasis where I cleanse you with water, which of course is purifying. And then I clear all of your seven chakras energetically. I'm able to clear them. And I do these healings either remotely on Zoom and FaceTime or in person. And I clear all your chakras. Then we meet with your higher self, who is your unconditionally loving part of you connected to your higher source. And we get a lovely message from your higher self. Then we go to the door of forgiveness and we open up the door of forgiveness and we invite three to five people in that you need to forgive. And as you may know, forgiveness is very important work on this journey because if you don't forgive, you won't be able to move forward. We bring those people forward and then I bring in Michael the Archangel to cut the cords and we send them with love and light. And then I bring you to a final door, which usually is the door of memories. We go in there and we have a journey in there. I bring you out. You get back in the hot air balloon. You float down. You come out. I close all of your chakras for protection so there's no leakage in or out. I blend you back into your human body. Afterwards, we have a lovely discussion. Um, and of course, I give you psychic insights and any mediumship that might come in during that discussion. And then I send you notes um, so that you can review what you need to work on. And um, that's something we can review if you decide to rebook with me. So that is the work I do. Oh, wow. That is so amazing. So um, for all of my listeners, I met Lisa at a psychic fair today. Uh, is that what they were calling it? A psychic fair? No, mind body 
Soul Mind Expo. Body Spirit Expo. Yes. Yes. Uh, in Gulfport. And I had a pleasure of doing a meditation healing in five minutes. And let me tell you, it was noisy in there. You, it was hard to like go into a meditative state, but her energy was so strong. She overpowered the whole room. And I was able in that five minutes to go into a journey with Lisa and come back out of it. And I was so impressed. I was like, Lisa, you got to do a show with me. And she's like, yeah. And I said, how about tonight? And she was like, yeah. And it was like so crazy. So yeah. I'm so thankful. But Lisa, were you, have you always been a healer like this? I haven't. So, you know, I'm really transparent with people on my website and um, with clients I wouldn't be the healer or the teacher that I am if I hadn't gone through my own transformation. In 2013, I had a very personal uh, set of events that sent me into a low. And I looked at myself and, um, and I looked at everything around me and I said, I want to change my path. And I found a teacher, a mentor. I studied A Course in Miracles. I began to meditate every day and do other things, journal and whatnot, gratitude practice every single day. And um, uh, one day my teacher said, hey, I'm going to offer a seminar. Do you want to join it? It's on building intuition and psychic ability. And I said, sure, I'll, I'll join in. I said, I, I know I can build my intuition, but psychic ability, well, I'm not so sure about that. This was around 2015 or so. And um, I took the class and week three, I started uh, being able to do readings and exponentially um, as I got deeper and deeper, I'm in more deeply connected with myself. Um, I was able to start um, really realizing that I had some gifts and gifts that I could help others with. Uh, in 2018, uh, Spirit said, no more six figure job. <laughs> <laughs> and out of nowhere, my position at the hospital was eliminated. And I knew immediately that my boss was so upset. And I said, Chris, this is spirit telling me it's time for you to move. And since you weren't willing to leave, we're making, we're, we're creating it. So um, with, with very short order, I found a uh, spirit led me and guided me to a shaman and a medicine woman. And I built my beautiful shamanic healing drum that I use now in all the healings. And it, and it came out beautiful and uh, opened my practice in 2019 and continued to do the work. Um, in 2020, when the pandemic hit, uh, spirit guided me here to Gulfport, Florida. I had never heard of Gulfport, Florida, nor did I know where it was on the map. I piled my three cats in my car in Arizona and found my apartment before I even got here. And here I've been, and it's been a magical journey ever since. Uh, you know, Gulfport is really a nice community too. Yes, Spirit yes. really led you to an amazing energetic place right here yes. in Pinellas County. So you could not ask for a better place to be in. I agree. So that is amazing. And we are so happy to have you here too, because I'm telling you, your energy is absolutely amazing. And what you're doing is just, it's just mind blowing. When you lost your six figure income, 
<laughs> what was that like for you? Can you just tell us how it's like to lose six figures like that? <laughs> it was just like, and I had a house on my own um, because my partner of 10 years had left me. So oh. it was, oh, it was, it was really an interesting time. And so, you know, um, through the meditation, uh, it's really been transformational for me. It allowed me to stay in a place of peace and calm. And through positive affirmations, I am a huge Louise Hay fan. And through positive, literally had positive affirmations on little sticky notes taped all over my kitchen. <laughs> I love it. There was no avoiding it. Mirrors in the bathroom. There was no avoiding it. And really doing that work and going deep and staying and trusting the universe. And I've still had to do that. You know, you, you start, I stepped out of the corporate world completely last March of 2021. I said, I'm done. Spirit wants me doing this full time. And it, it's tricky. I'm not going to say it's, you know, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have a regular paycheck coming in, but I've just held my faith and, and known that, know that spirit and the creator and my higher power are taking care of me and that it's all going to be okay. So um, it, it really is about, and I'll be talking about this as I'm going to be doing some inspirational talks shortly, but when we think about the thoughts and the words that we put out to the universe every day, and that's over 60,000 thoughts come through us, so many more of them are negative. We can turn it around, but we energetically have to be able to do that through the words and the thoughts that we put up, the positive ones we put up to turn that around. Yeah. So what's a good practice for people to do to, to, you know, to, to let go of the negative thoughts that they have pop in their brain, like, like a hundred times more than the positive ones. What can we do to change that around? I think that that's a great point. So the first thing you do is, you know, when you develop a mindfulness practice, obviously I talk about meditation because I think it's really important. But what I want to do is I want to talk about it as more as how do you want to cultivate love, kindness, and compassion in your life? Mm. By develop and so if you look at meditation that way or a mindfulness practice that way, it changes how you look at it. Okay. So you have this busy head with all these negative thoughts and whatnot. How are you going to turn it around? Okay. First of all, a gratitude practice. Every morning and every night before I go to bed, I get up in the morning and I say three or four things out loud that I'm grateful for. When I go to bed, as I'm laying my head on the pillow, I again, think and say out loud what I'm grateful for. So gratitude expands everything in our life, everything. It keeps us present to know that we are already abundant. And so when you get into the future, you're going to get anxious. You're going to create anxiety. When you get into the past, you're going to create depression. So you've got to stay present. That's what a mindfulness practice does. I'm going to give you a good example. My twin brother and I were talking and he says, Lisa, I can't meditate. And I'm like, okay, so what are you doing? And my brother Jed says, you know what I do? He says, while I'm washing the dishes, 
I put my attention to the breath. Bingo. That's a mindfulness practice. You're brushing your teeth. You put your attention to the breath. That's mindfulness. You're eating and you're really paying attention to your food without being on social media and such. And you're paying attention to the breath. That's mindfulness. Okay. You know, I call my practice take five meditations because I do not believe you start with 30 minutes when you're just starting your practice. I believe you start with five minutes or less. Break it down. Start slow. Start with guided meditations, okay? Mm -hmm. And this way you turn these negative thoughts around because if you can get out of the busy head and to the breath, that's where inner peace is. I like... Yes. And I was there today within that five minute meditation that I did with you. Cause I, I wasn't going to stay long at the expo it was starting to fill up with people. And as a promise to my son, not to be in a large crowd of people, I bolted out of there shortly after <laughs> I had the meditation with you, but still, it was still loud, even from the vendors, you know, there and talking. And it was, it was incredible that I was able with your help and your energy, which I felt just amazing to go into that mindfulness meditation in such a, it felt like it was forever, but it was only five minutes. It was only five minutes. Yeah. It, you know, um, folks in India, you know, they talk about how the streets are so busy and that there's people in India, they're meditating in the streets, right? Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, it's a matter of us just, again, you know, when I get people to simply pay attention to to the rising and the falling of the belly and the in and out of the breath. And when you stay with that very calm rhythm, nothing is going to interrupt it. Nothing. Uh, that is so true. I, I I will testify to that because it was just absolutely amazing. And And your brother, is he able to meditate now? Yeah, well, he does. And he has meditated and I've taken him into meditations and he is able to meditate. It's just sometimes he gets so busy, he doesn't sit down for it. So mm -hmm. he'll do it with when he's doing the dishes or when he's cleaning the house, he'll start paying attention to his breath. There's so many little activities, walking, Tai Chi, yoga. When we do these, these these, these types of activities that are centered around the breath. Again, this is, this is what quiets everything for us. Oh, wow. That's really, did you know that though, when you were, uh, you know, when you hooked up with the shaman and, and everything, or is that something you just, you had to learn with them to learn about the breath and the meditation breath? I just, you know, of course, being able to watch YouTubes and this and that and, uh, and such, I, you know, I've, spirit has guided me along the way with this. There's been no particular training of any sort. Um, and it's just energy. And when we realize we're energy, um, we're drawn to certain people and, mm -hmm. and that, you know, so, um, yeah, I just, this is a past life knowing for me to be able to use the drum to heal people and to be able energetically without explanation to have this gift 
to allow people to go deeper and to come out of a meditation, feel relaxed. Um, and, and I'm just simply the facilitator. And I want to emphasize that tonight. While I call myself an energy healer, I'm facilitating your healing, okay? Because you're doing the work. Because once you step into your practice of mindfulness and you quiet the busy head and you begin to practice things like this, you're going to find that you respond differently in life to everything. You're going to find that your tribe and the people that you have around you are different because you vibrate at a different frequency. You vibrate at a different vibration. And when you become love, you radiate love. And now you're drawing different experiences and different people into your life. Wow. When, when you're doing that type of work on, on people and you're met, you know, you're getting them into that meditative state and all that stuff. Are you able to see their energy or what's going on with them and experience things that they're doing? Because I, I think you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 like I can feel, yeah. I can feel the energy. I can tell what chakras are blocked. Um, and obviously, as a psychic, I'll know what's going on, especially right now, a lot of people that I that I work with, their their heart chakra is really blocked. Um, you know, I'd say three things that I work with clients that that uh, show up a lot is self love, not loving yourself enough, mm -hmm. forgiveness work, and learning to receive. And really, all of this has to do with the heart. So there's a lot of wounding right now because of the pandemic, been isolated, and people lost the external satisfaction, right? Mm -hmm and mm -hmm. they had to go inward. So there's a lot of heart wounding right now because people feel lost. They feel like they've lost direction. They don't feel, they don't feel love for themselves or there's been a trauma in their lives. Like all of us yes. with, par with parents that have told us we're not enough. Yes. And when, when you get into that, that wounding, you're not going to be able to manifest your deeper desires. So the idea is you learn to get into a mindfulness practice where you're clearing your energy every day, you're quieting it. And when you're radiating out all the positive, beautiful things, the love and how you experience life and how you respond, it's going to start drawing into you energetically. You're like a magnet for this. So people that with the blocked heart chakras, uh, and, and you, you said three things. It's, it's the, uh, forgiveness, the self-love and, um, the other one, uh, uh receiving, receiving, receiving. And it's funny because those three things go together, right? They do. They really do. Like, cause, because like, uh, people that have, uh, blocked heart chakras, tend to give and give and give, right? Mm -hmm. But they deplete themselves. Mm -hmm. So with with the way that that energy is moving forward uh, these days, and it's getting quicker and quicker as time goes by, um, and and you go in, we're, like right now, we're in Mercury and retrograde. And this is a time where we stop and, and look at ourselves and, and figure out what we need to work on. What is the like what it would be the time frame like if you practice the gratitude like you said in the meditation 
and the journaling, how long do you think it would take? Like 21 days or we're talking a year? You what? have to, really, it's like developing a habit and it depends on what you have to clear and it depends on the trauma that you've had in your life, right? Uh-huh. Um, and such. So it's going to, it's going to vary for each person. Okay. Um, it, it really is going to depend. Um, but you're, you know, the idea is when, when I talk about a mindfulness practice, such as meditation, mm-hmm. I tell people do it at the same time, every single morning, do it in the morning. So you start your day off beautifully and you'll get into the habit. It's a meditation muscle. Remember, you're going to get deeper and deeper and deeper right? Same with the mindfulness practice. When you're doing yoga or Tai Chi, the more you practice these things, you're going to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And the deeper you get, the more you're going to release. But what you've got to stop doing is you've got to stop the fear-based for, you know, types of behavior, gossip is really low vibrational, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, so, um, talking about people, that's just not nice. You always want to come from a place of compassion and love, right? Right. So it's all of your behaviors that you become more aware of. And that's what a mindfulness practice does. You become more aware of the positive things that you're doing and the negative things that you're doing. And so you begin to slowly shed those negative things and you don't do them anymore or you see them less frequently. So every person is going to be different. And the idea is changing up your modalities. So I meditate every day. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll do Tai Chi. Sometimes I'll do yoga. I always take a walk because I need the grounding from nature. And I love nature. Nature feeds my soul. So energetically, you have to change things up. Because if you get into a place of where you're feeling stuck, I call it when the universe hits the pause button. Don't look at it as being stuck. Look at it as the pause button. This is a time where you want to get into some inner reflection. This is a place where you're going to look at what's my purpose? What do I really want in my life? How am I connecting with my heart to really do what makes my heart sing, right? Right. That's what the pause is about. So energetically, you have to keep things moving. So sometimes I'll spontaneously jump in my car and go for a two-hour ride somewhere. Just be really spontaneous and just change it up. Go do something completely different that I was like, oh, I'll try that. I've never been there and and just go. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, it's no big deal. So moving energy, that's why exercise is so important in moderation. I walk every single day. I go to, I happen to go to the gym. I don't, I I was a competitive lifter, but I only go for 30 minutes and I'm very gentle with myself. This is, this is all energy in our body and we want to keep it moving. So that balance, remember it's mind, body, spirit. You Mm -hmm. have to feed it through nutrition, good nutrition. You have to feed it through exercise. You have to feed it through a mindfulness practice. That's great. But what about people that have a job where they sit on their behind 10 hours a day, six days a week? What what do we do for that? Okay. So, you know, people always are of the mindset, I don't have the time. 
right? You have to make the time. Got to make the time. You got to make the time. So you get a day timer and you write in what you need to do every day. So you're up early, you get your coffee or your morning beverage and you go for a quick 15 or 20 minute or 30 minute walk. Um, but you make the time and if you have to schedule it in, that's what you start doing. You create some structure for yourself so that you're making the time to do those things. Ah, uh, you're not an air sign, are you? <laughs> I could just tell from that statement, you're not yeah. an air sign. No, I'm a Leo. I'm definitely a Leo, definitely a Taurus uh, rising in a Pisces moon. So, uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. So how important is journaling to people? You know, uh, what I love about journaling is it gets your emotions out. It puts pen to paper. And you can look back on it if it resonates with you. And if it doesn't resonate, that's okay too. But it just allows you to see your things on paper. So you can do your gratitude practice, um, write your three, four, five things that you're grateful for, write in your journal and you see it. And then when you write the emotions out, it's a cathartic thing to be able to write it out, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you, it, it's a great way to release um, things when you're journaling. It's, it's, um, I think it's a great practice of reflection because again, instead of just thinking it and, and not, it's not really tangible the, the emotions become more tangible when you write them down. Um, some people are like, well, how do I journal? And I actually created a, a document that I send my private clients with how to journal and some ideas. Cause I can only jot down three things. I said, Oh, perfect. You only jot it down three things. Perfect. That's what you do. Your gratitude. You just journaled. See, people have a judgment around everything. Right. Good or bad, right or wrong mistakes. Okay. There are no mistakes. There's no good or bad. There's no right or wrong. We have lessons in life. Okay. And so what we have to do is stand back and be the witness and be the observer and stop judging and beating ourselves up for things. If you can only write three words in your journal, congratulations. You just started journaling. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. And you know what? You know, we talk about self-love too for uh, block chakras. Mm -hmm. Besides journaling and the gratitude, what's another thing people can do for the self-love? I, I, you know, the exercise I know and the breathing, but it, I guess it's a forgiveness, isn't it? Is that where the issue is? It is forgiveness. A lot of self-love is just not forgiving uh, ourselves. And, you know, um, I talk about Ho'oponopono, which was developed by a kahuna in um, Hawaii named Simeona. And um, it's a very simple practice of forgiving ourselves and others. And I have people do mirror work and I have some clients that literally are in tears doing it, but it's very cathartic. And I used to do it driving in my car, looking in the mirror because I had my forgiveness work I had to do as well. Right. And I asked people to stick, put their hand, their left hand on their heart, their receiving hand and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I have them repeat the four phrases for Ho'oponopono over and over again. 
and really get into that deep heart space. Don't just say the words, feel the words. You have to feel it to heal it. And self-love is about nurturing yourself. You might be going through a hard financial time. Go get the food you want. Go get the things you want because the abundance is there. It's here now. It just doesn't come into the physical. But when you get into a mindset of lack, lack, and then it goes deeper into not self-love and then you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to continue to attract all of that. It's the basic law of attraction. So self-love is about nurturing and loving yourself in every way. It's maybe, oh, I think I'll go out and I'll have a date night with myself and go eat at a restaurant. Or, you know, I, I need a new pair of sneakers. I'm going to go, I'm going to go shopping for some sneakers. Or you um, say, you know, I've been wanting to go on that vacation. I'm going to go, or I'm going to go get a massage. It's doing those things that you love to do. For me, it's food. I love to eat. So, you know, I love to cook and prepare foods and that's very nourishing for me. Not everybody likes to cook, but you find the things that are going to really, really love on you in every single way because you're so deserving. I love that. That is, that is a true statement. Uh, you know, I'm just amazed because sometimes though we get so tip uh, up in our head, like just caught up in there and we start judging ourselves so much and, and you get stuck in that way. But I love what you're saying here. You got to start doing, even if it's just one little thing a week, maybe. Yeah. And, and and then build up and build up to every kind of thing because people need to realize they deserve to love themselves. That's that's my ultimate goal this year is to have an amazing relationship with myself. I'm going to fall in love with myself this year. I love that. Oh, Sandy, thank you for that because it is, it is about, you know, people wonder why they can't bring uh, the love partner in that they want. It's because they don't love themselves enough. So if you don't love yourself enough, you don't think you're enough, how are you going to bring in the partner that truly is going to be your equal, that truly both of you will rise with one another and blend with one another? You know, you can't do that until you got to have your own house cleaning done, right? Right. So, so to speak, before you can energetically pull the right people into your life or the right love partner or the right job, whatever that may be, you have to do your own house cleaning. Oh, yes, you do. I, you know, I, I know in the past I was notorious for making the outside of the house look nice and cool and, you know, like, oh, that person's got it going on. But the inside of my house was extremely messy and, <laughs> and full of boxes and you couldn't even maneuver through the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes I see my brain like that too. Like there's these boxes built over and I got to do a maze just to be able to function in life. And, and that's no way to live life. No, at it, all. Isn't. it isn't. And, you know, I talk about that too, you know, energetically what we have in our space and the clutter. Um, I, of course I'm, I went from a home to a small apartment and I've had to organically just 
really reduce everything I own. I'm in a very big minimalist uh, phase right now, and I'm very happy with it because it's just easy. And we we do. I think this is a really great time of year, especially coming off the new year where people do like to make New Year's resolutions, where you take a look at that garage when you open up the garage door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, that's got to get cleaned out. Or you go into the closet and a box falls on your head and you're like, yes. yeah, I guess I better get to that. Yeah, clutter clutters your mind and it clutters your energy. So it's really, really important um, to make sure your space is clear. Anything old energetically that's in the space, get rid of it. Bring in some new energy, you know, that will lift the space. But anything that, you know, when you go into your closet and you look at a piece of clothing you haven't worn for a year, um, do you think you're going to wear it? I don't think you will. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just those really simple things and not overwhelming yourself. Do one thing at a time. Make a list and and knock it off. Um, It makes a huge, huge difference in your energy when your space isn't cluttered and messy and such. So I come from a long line of uh, people that like to sell their old belongings and it's ingrained deep in my brain that I'm supposed to have a yard sale or sell it or, you know, that kind of thing. And it must be freeing when you can just like give something totally away and not worry about where it goes, who it belongs to. And, And that's what I'm working towards this year is just like donating stuff and getting rid of it that way Mm -hmm. instead of the old mindset that I came from. Like, oh, you've got to sell it. It's something of value. So you've got Mm -hmm. to sell it. And and so, yeah, I mean, that I'm. I've been doing that and it is kind of freeing doing, you know, going through that energy like that. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it it is. I mean, you know, this is just attachment to money too. We think, oh, you know, we got to get something for it. Right. No, you don't. Energetically, if if you are going through some totes and you pick something up and you, you, you get your energy on it and you're really, again, aware and you feel it and you're like, why am I keeping this? And you get, you just get rid of it. That that's as simple as that. I got you. So you talked earlier about this drum that you created. Yes. Do you have it right there with you? I, I do. I can grab it if you like. I have to get I, up. I would like to show people. And, and and can you give us like a rundown how you created this and what it's for and everything like that? Because I love vibration, music vibration, drum vibration. Mm-hmm. And, okay, and let what me, it does uh, for you. Let me just get up for a minute. So pardon okay. me for a second. Why Lisa is going to get the drum. I just want to thank you guys for joining in and coming on the show. Again, I didn't plan on doing a show tonight, but spirit led me to do a show. And I, I'm so grateful to share this beautiful uh, human being, this this uh, spirit, this soul with you tonight. And we're so looking forward uh, to all the new adventures this year. So thank you so much for being a part of the show each and every week. Every once in a while, I do need to take a break on a Saturday, but spirit's like, nope, you got to get out there and, and do something uh, on your birthday, even though you didn't feel like doing it. So here we are. Yeah, so you've yeah. got your drum there. I so- do. 
I tell do. us how, how you made that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they, there's a frame with it that uh, the shaman had this wood frame uh-huh. and this is elk skin. So I got very lucky because elk skin is extraordinary. And um, he soaked it in his bathtub overnight. Ooh. And so it was all loose. And then what was really lovely about the experience was that um, he and his medicine woman, wife and I, the three of us had our hands on, um, she's fondly called Serena. Um, we, um, we all had our hands on her and, um, and, and, you know, she just sings beautifully. It's, it's an incredible, incredible drama. I, I use this mostly when I go to people's homes because the, uh, the, um, humidity here in Florida makes it a little hard. So I actually have to take a blow dryer to it uh, oh. before I use it. Yeah. Cause it's dead otherwise. So the humidity, which is fine. Um, so the blow dryer gets her singing in, in literally five minutes. Um, so yeah. And there's a, there's a drum maker. One of my clients went to a drum maker up in, uh, the North Carolina or Georgia area that I've referred people to, because when, when you work with other people making a drum and you make your own drum, it's by your own hand. So oh. now your energy is in the drum. Um, so I use that drum um, when I'm doing inside healings. And then uh -huh. I use um, this drum here. This is a synthetic drum and that sings beautifully. Um, and it just, this is a great drum. Um, this is a Remo drum and has a phenomenal low tone to it, lovely healing tone to it that I've used outside um, and such. And um, it's, um, this has been just a dream drum as well. So those are my, those are my two sound healing drums uh, at this point. And, and what does the sound vibration do for uh, your clients when you do the drumming over them? So, you know, the, the, any kind of sound vibration, it, it's well known that um, sound vibration can reduce anxiety, depression. There's health benefits with it because the vibration helps you release. So there are, um, and I have those listed on my website, but there are tremendous benefits to the sound bowls, to gongs, to drums. So you can just pick whatever resonates with you to do your work. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I always recommend people go to a beach sound healing um, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the little sound bowls um, or the brass bowls. There's, um, they're just, it, it, it's really, really healing when you're lying there and taking in this beautiful energy. Um, it, it's really, really lovely and releasing. So when, um, let's say that you have a client that's not locally, can you work with them that are not local? Yes. Can you like I, Skype them or something like that? Mm -hmm. Most of my clients, believe it or not, um, I'd say probably 95, 98% of my clients I work with on Zoom or FaceTime at this point, or even Messenger. I've worked off of the, the video camera on that. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, energy travels, right? So, right. Um, you know, uh, that it, it, it works. Um, and on my testimonial page, um, 
you'll see that underneath it, each testimonial, I put what type of healing it was, if it was in person or if it was a virtual healing that I worked with people. I got you. So how many, um, just curious, how many healings or uh, uh, like uh, clients do you meet with it per day? Like, do you like book one right after another? Do you need to take a breath in between? How do you handle yourself? Like, Yeah. That? I mean, I like to, I like to spread it out a little bit. This is a not about me making thousands of dollars a day. <laughs> um, and in fact, I've rescheduled clients. If energetically I'm not in the right space for some reason, I'll uh -huh. call them and I'll tell them, Hey, look, you know, my, my energy's feeling a little tired today and I want to give you the best experience I can. Let's reschedule and we'll reschedule. So, you know, um, you know, look, I could probably, probably four most, three most in a day, mm -hmm. um, because I really want to make sure I'm giving the full experience to everybody and that all my energy is going into them because I do, I mean, I do the hour session and then it's another 20 to 30 minutes where I'm typing notes and having spirit channel in, um, any other things that the client needs. So, um, I, I really give, um, I give a lot in these sessions. So, um, it's not about, uh, you know, the, the, the number per day, it's, it's about the quality and, and, um, and making sure they're creating a time and space. I had one client that was going to book with me and then she was going to a class afterwards. I'm like, no, 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 no you are not going to want to move after this. You're going to be very relaxed and you're just going to want to really chill out after this. So we rescheduled it for next week, actually. So um, I really like to work with clients with what's best for their schedule. So they know they're going to get into a very relaxed state and that they're really not going to want to do too much after this. They want to integrate the healing and that the healing um, is going to integrate over that day, the next day and whatnot. And I allow clients to text or call me at no charge afterwards in case something emotionally comes up um, that they're needing to address and, and we'll have a chat. Um, usually doesn't take long. And um, but I like I like clients to know that I'm there for them. Oh, I love that, Lisa. That's amazing. And so um, do your clients, are they like repeat, like they come back or, you know, how often do you get to come back and, and have a session with you? Yeah. I mean, I have some, I have one client that's booked over 12 weeks with me mm -hmm. um, and some clients they'll book once and they get enough out of it. Um, so it just depends, you know, I have package deals that people can buy and it makes it, makes it, um, easier and more, you know, a little bit more affordable for them to, to do the sessions. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, um, it, it, some of them are repeat and some of them are brand new and it, you know, um, it just depends on what people need. People usually come back to me. They're like, you know, I'm kind of in a weird space right now. I really feel like, um, I need a psychic reading or I need, I need a, a deeper, you know, healing guided meditation. So it just depends on their needs and what's going on in their life. I got you. So when you're doing this, uh, the energy work and everything like that, are you doing a psychic reading at the same time or oh, tell yeah, me how yeah. that works? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I go in and spirit will show me what's going on with the person. Um, and the kind of, some of the challenges that are coming up, 
um, and some things they might want to think about doing, you know, to uh, change it up or to heal that particular thing. Um, and so, yeah. Oh yeah. The psychic stuff comes up. I'm shown stuff that, that people need to work on. So, um, that's generally how I open a session is I will, um, ask permission to tap in and then I do a psychic reading and then I let them do a little bit of talking before I go into, um, the healing guided meditation. Oh, that is awesome. I mean, that really is because that's like a two for one, you know what I mean? Yeah, I usually give, you I go a to a psychic, right? And then you have to go get healed from what you heard. So mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and how long did you work with the, the shaman and his wife? Well, I all I did, the shaman and his wife, all the spirit showed me just do the drum with them. So all they did, you know, um, I was going to go on a journey with him and it just, I didn't resonate. I, I yeah. just, spirit told me build the drum with them and that was it. I built the drum with them and that was it. Wow. And then, and then you were led to come to Gulfport. And then I was so, yeah, here's the story behind that. You'll love this. So I was working um, for a pain specialist in sales at the time. Uh-huh. And I was able to gift my my colleague. I usually never came out about my abilities at work. And I told her, you know, hey, I said, your grandmother's energy is coming in. It's very bright energy. She says, that's funny that you say that. I was just in St. Petersburg and I went to a wedding in Gulfport and I couldn't stop thinking about you. I felt like, wow, Gulfport's really for you. And I didn't think much of it. I thought, okay, that's interesting. I just did an observation. I called my aunt the next day and I said, Aunt Marilyn, have you ever been to St. Petersburg? And she says, no, but your grandmother and grandfather spent a tremendous amount of time there. They loved it. (laughs) Grandfather Jack, I never met. He died before me and my twin were born. He's my gatekeeper. And the gatekeeper is who brings my spirit guides in. So when my aunt told me that Papa Jack loves St. Petersburg, I'm like, okay, there's something to this. That weekend, spirit said, go hike Sedona. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like driving up there. They're like, no, you need to go hike Sedona. So I drove up to Sedona. I went on a hiking trail and I bumped into another psychic. And she said, if you don't sell your house now, you're not going to manifest this. Driving down from Sedona to Phoenix, I got on the phone with my realtor and I said, put my house on the market. It sold and I found my apartment. I talked to my landlady before I even got to Gulfport. She said, yeah, I think we're pretty much all set here. And I came and saw the apartment. I was like, yeah, it looks good to me. Wow. That is amazing. Did you buy in Gulfport or you just, you're renting right now? I'm renting a small 500 square foot apartment. Oh, wow. That's so tiny. How big was your house? But I said, I said to spirit when I was looking for apartments, I said, okay, look, I really need you to show up on this one. I need an apartment. It has to be in Gulfport and there has to be a screened in Lanai for my cats. I got all three of those things. Oh. That is so amazing. You put it out there and you received it. I mean, what a great thing to just happen. Are you going to look to buy in Gulfport or are you okay just renting? 
You know, I I think at this point, you know, um, I really love my freedom of being able to just close the door, lock it. And if a repair needs to be done, somebody else gets to deal with it. Right. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm really, really liking that freedom right now. So right now in this moment, Gulfport's where I'm supposed to be. That, of course, being said, if spirit and the creator say it's time for me to go someplace else and I get clear signs that it's time to go, then of course I'm in service. Um, I ask creator every day, how may I serve? And if I'm asked to go someplace else, I'll go someplace else. Wow. You, yeah. You could be asked to go to like Casadega. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Yep. It is so amazing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and, and I, I've been there. I've done a couple of shows there and the, and the energy is just amazing. So I, you're right. You never know. I, um, uh, my, um, I stepped into the role of chair for the St. Pete time bank for the founder, uh, BJ Andreski, and she and her partner, Jim, have bought this 16 foot travel trailer with a truck and they're going all over the world. They're even going to Hawaii next year mm -hmm. for the winter time. And mm -hmm. I just love that, you know, just getting up and going, you know, yeah. instead of being stuck in one place all the time, you know? Yes, I agree. No, I've really considered the RV thing. Um, but right now I, I, you know, I do have three cats and, and their well-being and, uh, their ability to kind of roam around is is important to me. So right now, um, I'm extremely happy in Gulfport. It's a lovely, lovely community. And I feel like uh, in this entire area, uh, there's just a lot of possibilities for me right now. Um, and going back to Hawaii, of course, is, is on my mind because uh, it feels like home to me. So um, I don't know where that will follow into my future, but uh, I've been seven times and um, the energy there is certainly extremely special. Oh, yes. I've been over to Hawaii, too. Mm -hmm. I was over there back in the late 80s, early 90s. And I love it over there. But And there's your baby right there. <laughs> um, I you know, I love the energy over there, but I don't like living over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hated mm -hmm. it living over mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did have some issues. I was very young and I couldn't break the chains of being away from my parents at that time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that could be the issue. And maybe as a grown up adult now, I might like it. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm not grown up. I call myself a nine year old a lot. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> D depending on what, what you know i add the two numbers in my birthday what my my age is to get what really i'm going to be like because i think it's really important for people to keep a heart like in mind and a heart and mind like a child mm -hmm. yeah oh the inner child you know i work with a lot of clients uh, including myself, uh, you, you really have to go back to that inner child and get back into that inner playful child because it's a really joyful light place. So that's why a lot of times when I take people into this healing guided meditation, I take them through the door of memories back to a childhood memory because it makes them happy. 
makes them really, really happy. And, um, you know, uh, of course, with the pandemic, some people have lost their joy and they can't tap into it. So one way to tap into our joy is, you know, I know living in the Boston area growing up, sledding in the snow was a blast. I love sledding. I love snowball fights. I love making snowmen. I mean, um, just those fun things, you know, camp, going to camp every summer. So I, I go back to those memories and that inner child. And we think about, well, how can we bring our inner child forward as an adult, you know, um, and such. And for me, sometimes it's if it's pouring rain here, I'll just run out in the rain and just take in the beautiful rain. I mean, it's, lo it's lovely. It's cleansing and it's beautiful and it's playful and it's light. So we have to do those things to um, to lift ourselves. And because we're all so serious, you no know, pandemic, we're in new versions of ourselves. We're, we're walking into that, the new journey, um, the new normal. So we have to lighten up the journey. Oh, I totally agree. And I also think that we need to quit fighting each other. Like there, there's all this division going on right now. And mm -hmm. I think that we all need to come together for a, a loving purpose to help each other out to move forward through all of this. And then we'll come out smelling like a rose on the other side. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that comes back to judgment. You know, um, it's so easy for us to judge and we have to be able to release that and just stand back and be the observer um, and just allow it. We're, you know, none of us are here to fix one another. We're here to just support one another on our journeys. And I say this a lot on my Facebook posts and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube is that you know, love is the solution. Love is the solution. Love is the answer to everything. Because if you come from a place of love, compassion, and kindness, you just can't go wrong. Oh, I, I'm in total agreement with that. So I'm picking up a book. Are you going to be writing a book Oh boy, did you? <laughs> uh, I have a feeling, yeah. I think once this um, uh, worldwide tour for me as a public speaker starts, as an uh -huh. inspirational speaker, um, I have a feeling a book, yeah. I've already started writing a book uh -huh. um, called Becoming Our Truth. I haven't looked at it lately. Um, right now I'm working on the talks, but uh, yeah, I think a book is going to be in the works. Um, obviously, um, for many inspirational speakers and, and such, you know, um, you know, you, you do write books to kind of share your experience. And um, I'd actually started writing it and sharing some of it with some of my friends. And they're like, wow, that, that's that's really amazing. Um, so, yeah, I, I imagine um, and I'm an excellent, excellent writer. Um, oh. So, oh, yeah, I, I write poetry on the side. I love writing poetry. Um, so, um, you know, writing comes very, very easily to me. And I've already connected up with a woman in a meetup group that I attend, a coffee group who published a book and have some connections to publishers if I need that. So, yeah.
Oh, how awesome is that? Yeah. That will be, so, uh, you know what? You do need your freedom because when you start writing books and you get out there, you got to be able to travel and go do book signings and all mm -hmm. that. That is going to be that. awesome. And it we can is. say we had you on the show when. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's funny that you say that because I have a couple of very close friends um, who are my confidants uh, and who've really watched my journey um, along the way and seen how it's unfolded and seen me go through sometimes the doubts and such and then just step right back into it, right? So yes. um, this has really been an amazing journey towards, you know... This isn't about money. This is about me touching lives because you shared that my, despite all of the distracting noise. And when I worked on you today, it was uber, uber noisy. I mean, yes. it was at top decibel level. This for me, this work is about touching lives. It's about touching lives. It's about helping people. It's about helping people and manifest the things that they want in their life. And I'm the facilitator and helping them dig in deeper so they can truly, it's there. People don't realize the abundance and abundance isn't just money. It's love. It's everything that fills our hearts up that it's there. They just have to release those things that are blocking them and allow it to be received. And once you receive it, it's there. It shows up in the physical. So, you know, that's what I'm about. I'm about touching lives. Um, this is really important to me at this point in my life. You know, here I am, and, you know, at 60, um, beginning this, um, but Louise Hay started her career at 60. So I realize I'm a young 60 and that this is just the beginning for me. Yeah. You're only six. Okay. So <laughs> you, you got plenty of time. Don't worry about that. You got plenty of time to do this and everything. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. And it, it's all going to be there and happening. Now, when somebody comes to you and they don't know their purpose, can this work help them find their purpose? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when I start connecting people to their higher self and they get the message from their higher self, the unconditionally loving part of themselves connected to source, there's a deeper connection with the heart. So what happens when you are more connected with the heart the heart is going to guide you in every way. And when we start paying attention to that, we pay attention to our intuition. We trust you'll never be guided wrong, ever. So what would you say uh, to our listeners out there uh, that feel stuck right now? Okay, so that's going back to what this next, you know, one of my talks, my first talk is going to talk about is it isn't being stuck. It's the universe hitting the pause button. And when you're in pause, it is super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But we only grow in discomfort. 
We only grow in discomfort. If you're comfortable with something in all your routines, are you going to grow there? No. When you're uncomfortable and you have to take the deeper look, the deeper dive and reflect and think about, well, I'm not happy right now. I'm, I'm, I'm in mental pain. I'm in physical pain. What can I do differently? I don't want this anymore. And you surrender. And when you surrender, you say, okay, universe, I give up. I'm not giving up, but I'm releasing and surrendering. And I know you have my back and I know you're going to take care of everything. And that's when everything drops into your lap and it all falls into alignment when you surrender. But there's people out there afraid to surrender. They're scared. Mm -hmm. And it's the unraveling of fear. That's why there has to be, you know, you can't have a mindfulness practice one week and not the next. That's why there has to be consistency here in self-love, in taking care of yourself, in nourishing yourself every single day in all ways. There has to be some sort of consistency. And if you fall down and you have a day where you're pulling the blanket over your head and you don't want to get out of bed, that's okay too. You allow the emotions. You feel it to heal it. And the next thing you know, you'll get up the next day and, and things are better. And you get up the next day and things are even better. So it's just a process of unraveling the fear. That's what the Course in Miracles is. It's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But A Course in Miracles is about unraveling fear because, you know, we've all been stuck in these paradigms of the nine to five and we have a massive amount of people resigning from jobs now Yes, because they don't want to be in the old programming. They don't want to be in the old paradigm. They want to do something with more purpose. They want to do something that makes their heart sing. And we all are moving in that purpose right now, all of us. So now it's a matter of saying, I surrender. I release the fear. You get into a mindfulness practice. You get more in touch with what your heart wants. And it will show up with what you're supposed to do. I love that. Thank you, Lisa. That is just amazing. So what do you think the next five years has in store for you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, well, you know, the timelines are accelerated right now um, right? So in a big way. Um, and not everybody's aware of it, but what used to take three years or five years, um, it's going to happen a whole lot faster just because of where the energies are. Um, next five years, um, I do see myself jetting all over the world and doing inspirational talks. Um, I feel like I'm going to be maybe living in Hawaii or have a space in Hawaii um, and, you know, maybe a space here in Gulfport and in California. I, I believe I'm going to be um, I'll have several different places that I'll need to have roots um, so that I can continue to do the healing work in through inspiration, uh, through private healings um, and just working with people because the idea is I get in an audience of, uh, let's say, 50, 100 people that I'm talking to. You felt it today. Mm -hmm. You can feel my energy. It's I can, strong. 
it's strong. I can move yes. energy. I can move energy in a room. And I do say that, my dear audience, with all a deep humbleness in my heart, I'm very, very honored that I am the vessel of creator to give people messages and be able to facilitate healing. But I, I walk into a room and I'm a big energy and people feel that. And they leave differently, even just talking to me, even if they haven't worked with me. Because that's, that's, that's how I serve. I walk down the streets of Gulfport and I'll talk to people. And my goal is I just want to touch one life. I'll put a message. I put a one-minute message out on, on YouTube and um, Facebook and uh, Instagram every day. If I can touch one person, my heart is singing, right? Yes. So it is energy. So, yeah, in five years, I do see it, it's going to happen in less than five years. It's happening now. I'm on a radio show. You know, this is getting me exposure. Um, and it's going to be big, bigger, faster than I've ever, ever dreamed in my life because I'm asking for it because I know the possibilities there. It's here now, this possibility, because I believe in me and because I did the work of self-love, of worthiness, right? I did all of that work myself to get here now. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, I, again, I went there. Uh, I wasn't planning to stay long because, uh, uh, again, for uh, sake of my son doesn't want me to be around a large crowd of people. Um, I only stopped at a few places and I was drawn to your instantly. Like I could feel your energy from over at this one place. And I went straight there. I was like, okay, I'm going to just try this out. I don't know why, you know, because I didn't have the time really to be doing anything. But I said, I'm going to just try out this little, you know, five minute meditation and see where if I can get it. And damn, if you didn't get me there, I, mean, I could have fell asleep. It was that good. Yeah, I uh, when I was doing a podcast uh, recently, and I I just I did a, a short little meditation. The host was like, "You almost put me to sleep." So um, yeah, I'm just really blessed and really humbled to to be able to to help people like this um, um, because we've got a lot of cha chaotic noise in the on the planet right now, right? With a, mm -hmm. so much change going on, so much fear and whatnot. And if I can take people into a five minute meditation um, and help them in some way, oh gosh, um, that's, that's just such a gift, such a gift to me and to the person. Oh, that is. So do you, you have a YouTube channel yourself, right? I didn't know. So, yeah, I do. Um, I haven't been as active on it. I've been playing with it, but um, now I'm going to be starting one up under my name, Lisa Bromfield, instead of take five meditations. And um, what I might start doing is expanding on the one minute. So I'm doing the one minute um, little videos so that people can catch them really quick and get a quick message. Feel Good does that. And so I started doing it and it is very effective. And what I might do is um, every day take that message and just expand on it a little bit more on YouTube mm -hmm. um, and go from there. So I'm just going to see what, what spirit wants me to do. 
um, with the YouTube channel. If I want to do my talks on YouTube and do a YouTube live um, with the two talks that I have crafted, uh, one of the talks is called On the Edge, Stepping into Your Greater Purpose. And the second talk is The Magic is Inside of You. Oh, I like that title. I love that title. So I was just wondering on, you know, uh, on the YouTube channel for the take five, is there any meditation um, videos? Yeah, on there? I do. I have put 10 minute meditations up there. People kept asking me to. So I finally figured out um, how to use GarageBand and get some effects in and whatnot. And I've stuck uh, two, three meditations, just really short ones. So people didn't feel like they had to commit to playing out the full 20 or 30 minutes. And just to give them a tidbit of taste of what it's like to go into a meditation with me. Oh, I highly recommend all of my listeners to do that, to go to her YouTube channel, which I guess you can get access from your website. You? Yeah, um, yeah, you can get access because I've got the icons on my website. So yeah, you can access them there. Uh -huh. um, and I'll make sure you know, and then um, I mean, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um, and, um, and I'm on, on uh, TikTok as well, uh, which uh, is is a different kind of uh, format, but I'm, I'm trying to play in all the social media. Because most honestly, this is where I've gotten all my clients, uh, some some locally, of course, but I've right. gotten a lot amazingly so from being consistent on the on the social media. Oh, yeah. Social media really plays a big part of it. Most of my listeners are not local at all. They're from all over the place. Um, but I am taking a more local approach since I have joined the Time Bank now. And uh, and I and the the local fair here is so open, open and an amazing energy here. It really mm -hmm. is. There's just this whole area has just like this very loving care. I, I didn't know how much love that one person can receive till I moved to St. Petersburg. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's supposedly um, what I understand that there's a vortex in Tampa Bay. Uh -huh. um, Sarasota has vortexes, Asheville, North Carolina. So we have some within a radius of us that there's there's these vortexes. But I do hear this from clients and from people in town all the time. Gee, I moved here. I don't know why, but I know I'm supposed to be here. So a lot of people are being drawn energetically here to the St. Petersburg Gulfport area because there's, there's an energy here. Um, and I certainly, having moved from Arizona back to the East Coast, I've enjoyed uh, being back in kind of the culture of East Coast. It is different than West Coast. And um, I, I've really enjoyed the how neighborly people are, how friendly they are, how loving they are. Um, and there's just so much beautiful diversity and culture here. And it's so welcoming. It is. It really is. Now, do you do the, um, the marketplace in Gulfport? Have they opened that back up yet? Yes. The, uh, the, the Tuesday markets open, um, as well as indie fair, as well as a variety of different art fairs, uh -huh. um, um, are opened up in Gulfport. I don't have um, a canopy for that. I haven't been doing those. 
Um, so I, I really want to start attending more of the expos like today, mind, body, spirit, mm -hmm. spirit fest, um, and, um, and such. So I'm just trying to spread myself out with some of these different fairs because, you know, it's great because there's other vendors there and I really enjoyed speaking to other healers and readers today and, and, uh, crystal shops and whatnot. Uh, I really enjoyed that interaction today. Oh, so did you speak there today too? I did not. There was no okay. speaking spots left, which was fine. I'm really glad it worked out that way because my table was so busy um, that it, it really worked out divinely that I was just at my table. Oh, I tell you what, I was so blessed. Like I went when I did and got in and got out of there, but you, you know, you didn't have anybody there at the time. And I think it was just all the synergy was right there. And it was meant for the two of us to meet today. Absolutely. And I was so impressed with your energy. Thank like you. you, it was just like mind blowing, you know, Thank and you. And I, I just feel so honored and privileged to even be in your presence. It was like, mm -hmm. wow, this is something else. And and when you said yes from coming on tonight, I was like, yes, I have to do a show, even though I was not planning on doing this at all today. Happy, you know? birthday, happy birthday to you. Yes, it was. It was the universe gave me the biggest birthday present that anybody could ask for is okay. your amazing loving energy i mean you, you. i felt so loved and i felt so in tuned and and i must have had a blockage but i have been floating on air all afternoon <laughs> that's what generally um clients report they report that they feel more relaxed there's more peace of mind they feel more ease and grace um, so, um, and I thank you for validating that and sharing that and all of your kind words. That is just so amazingly sweet of you. Again, I'm very humbled by this work and, um, I just want to be able to touch more lives. Oh, well, I have a feeling you will be <laughs> again. I could see, you know, spirit is like, oh, there's a book and I see you being busy and going all over the place. So. And it's just, it's very humbling for me to, to get to meet somebody right on the verge of, of going out there and, and, and expanding yourself like that before you blow up and become this big, huge person. And it's just amazing. One of yeah. our listeners says, hello, I'm first time here. Alexis, thank you for joining us and, and saying <laughs> hello. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's just the it, and it's the thought that, you know, am I going to meet someone like Oprah Winfrey? I sure am. Yeah, you um, are. Am I going to meet somebody like Dr. Michael Beckwith? Yes, I am. Am I going to meet somebody like even Ellen DeGeneres? Uh, yes, I am. Um, I'm going to meet these people. I'll be able to do healings with them, which is just going to be amazingly humbling to do that. But you see, this isn't an ego. This is just saying, you know what? I'm putting this energy out on the planet that I'm going to touch more lives that um, these people who have been blessed to have very good careers will help elevate me further to help me touch more lives. Right. And that, you know, the abundance for me is the fact that I am going to be able to be continue to facilitate healing people and do more of that on a larger scale. That's what this is about. It is all about that. And I, I just amazed, you know, 
with your energy and your belief system. And, and with that being said, how much more you're going to be helping people to actually believe in themselves because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't believe in themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, people, a lot of people have lost faith. Um, and, and, you know, with the pandemic isolating them, a lot of people couldn't couldn't take it. We have exponentially um, addiction going up in this country at incredible rates with uh, drinking and, and alcohol. So, you know, um, people are, you know, confused. They're not sure. They're searching. They're looking. Um, so, you know, it, it's a beautiful path to be on now. Things have to crumble before we start rebuilding. And, um, so we're really, if we can take a look at it instead of the crumbling, we look at it as, oh my God, okay. It may look like I'm falling apart, but I'm actually, this is the unraveling of me stepping into our deeper purpose of all of us stepping into our deeper purpose. Right. So yes. we embrace this, this moment of, I don't believe in myself right now. Well, that's changing because you are believing in yourself right now because you are taking steps to go into your deeper purpose. I, I'm totally agree. I love how you mentioned the, the breaking down. It's almost like you're mentioning the tarot card, the tower, every time you say that. That's what That's I a see. a tower moment, all right. Yes, <laughs> it is a tower moment. We all have our tower moments where things are just like fall apart. You lose the job, the partner leaves, um, you know, you're not getting along with family or whatever. We all have these moments in our life where we're struggling. And so, you know, this, when you get to that low, that's when you surrender. It's when you've almost exhausted yourself and you get to that point and say, okay, I surrender and I'm ready. I'm ready to allow things to come in and allow things to come in that are going to serve my highest and best good. Well, it's amazing how many of us are getting the tower card all at once. Yeah. Well, and the pandemic was for that, right? It was it, it was to take us, you know, my teacher always used to say, we have to go to the dark before we go to the light. And we do. And sometimes we go into, you know, that darkness inside of ourselves. We have to visit that. We have to feel it. We have to be in it um, before we can start moving towards the light. And, and, you know, as long as we have those support systems in our life with those friends and family around us, we know we can get through it every single day. But you have to stay in that present moment. You, you have to say minute by minute, here's where I am now. This is what I am doing now for me. This is what I am doing to move towards a place where I am nurturing myself or whatever intentions you are setting. So you get up every morning and you set intentions for yourself. Say them out loud. Put that beautiful vibration out into the planet and then let it go and watch it manifest. Oh, those are very wise words right there in themselves. Just amazing. So in the what is like the typical day for you then when you're getting up let, you know so that I, I bet you don't even watch tv do you i don't own a tv 
Good for you. I don't own a TV. I gave up. Yeah. The noise and all of it. I got rid of TVs quite a number of years ago. I haven't had any. Um, I listen to Spotify and beautiful music um, all the time. Or if I don't feel like listening, I open up my door and I can hear the birds in the yard because I live in a beautiful property. So, um, yeah, you know, my typical day is, is getting up and, um, I have a thing. I like really good percolated coffee. I have a camp percolator. I hand grind my coffee every morning. Wow. It's a meditative process and I drink my coffee and, um, I meditate of course. And then I get on to the computer and it's social media blast time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's responding to people um, and then saying, okay, uh, spirit, I need a message for the day, a one minute message. Um, and I'm, I'm really being mindful how I do that now and, uh, and going down to the beach and doing it outdoors and, and just putting out that nice one minute message um, right now. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of different things. I work on MailChimp and newsletters and, um, different things to get out, to keep in front of people and keep them motivated and keep them inspired. Um, and then of course I work out at the gym, I walk, I'll do yoga. So I'll fit that into my day, uh, cook some nice meals up, make sure I'm really nourishing myself. Uh, so yeah. And then um, at night, you know, night comes. And if I feel like watching a Netflix movie on my computer, I'll throw a film on. Or again, I'll just um, listen. You know, when you're when you're in doing your own work and you're you're self-employed, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. it's easy to get in a rhythm of always working. Right. Yes. So I have to say, OK, it's time for the phone to go away. Uh, it's time to shut the computer down. Or if I have the computer up, it's only open to watch a movie. Um, and really making sure I'm mindful of that because the social media stuff can be very draining as well. Oh yeah. That's a full-time job in itself right there. So where can people go to listen to the one minute message? So if you, if you get onto, um, and you know, I, I've got so many people joining, you know, asking to be my friends on Facebook, but you can ask to be a friend. Hopefully I'll confirm you, um, if you have a picture and such, and um, you can watch them on Lisa Bromfield's Facebook page. Take five meditations. Take number five. No, that's one word. Meditations. And those are posted there. And then on Instagram, I'm Lisa Bromfield uh, Energy Healer on there. And there might be an underscore, but that's how you can find me on Instagram. So I cross post on those as well as TikTok. That is awesome. So one of our uh, listeners tonight says, do you have any advice on trying to find yourself again? I've been trying to find purpose lately. I've been going, you know, I've been going through depression and anxiety and I'm trying to get all of that out. Any advice? Yeah. Let me just go in. Uh, Yeah. You know, this, this again, it it really is simple. It goes back to self-love. It's going back to self-love and worthiness and, you know, and allowing the depression, just allow the depression. It's okay to get down. So what you've got to do is get up in the morning and say, and find one thing that you're going to do to lift yourself. One thing, one thing to bring you joy. The next day, maybe make it two things. 
And every day I want you to find something more that's going to bring you joy. The little things. You go out and grab a cup of coffee and start talking to some people at a coffee shop. You know, and I want to tell this person, it's okay. It's okay. You're perfect the way you are. It's okay. It's okay for you to be going through this because this is for your highest good. Don't be the victim. And it doesn't sound like you're being the victim because when you say this is happening to me, that's victim energy and it's low vibrational. This is happening for you. And you're going to step into something better in your life. So pick one thing every single day that's going to bring you joy and do it. Change the energy and you'll see a change in you. Oh, she said, thank you very much. I will definitely try this. Oh, don't say I, I will try. Say I will do it. Alexa. That's, right. That's one of the so, big Yeah, mindful. It's not trying. <laughs> so this is again where we get back to our words. I am lifting myself every day by doing something that will bring my joy. Yes. So you see the difference between yes. I'm try, I will. Mm -hmm. It's I am creating joy in my life right now. Yes. And before you and I got on here, uh, you and I were talking about how important words are that come out of our mouth right now. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, we have, again, 60,000 thoughts or more a day and the words. So if you say something negative, I, my, my strategy for people is say cancel, delete and replace it with a positive affirmation. Uh, Wayne Dyer is a guide of mine. He just came in and I've watched a lot of Wayne Dyer. I love his YouTubes. If you want to get lifted, Go watch Wayne Dyer's, uh, his videos. He's incredible. This is a man who was an alcoholic. He was depressed. He, he, he'd been there. Mm -hmm. And he was, he was talking nationally all over the world. And his talks really, really put perspective on things. Right? So, yeah, we have all these words and all these thoughts that are so negative, And they create and they manifest really quickly, especially now where the energies are. They're going to show up really fast. So you want to be really positive even when you're down. I know it. I get it. it's hard. Put that affirmation out. I am creating joy for myself. Get a journal or a piece of paper and write down what's going to bring me joy. What are some things that bring me joy? And you'll be amazed when you put make that list. I had one client who couldn't write one thing, but money. I said, oh, oh no, 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 no. And it took her a few sessions before she could really hear the message from her higher self. I would give her the message because I could connect to her higher self. Mm -hmm. But slowly but surely over eight weeks now, she said, oh, I can write a joy list. I'm like, yep, because <laughs> she opened her heart, because she believed in herself, because she could see she's deserving of joy. I love that. One of the things I do when I get into work every day is post in teams about something positive you know, something that let them know how great they are, because I think we need reminders from other human beings 
too as well. I mean, we shouldn't have to have those, but unfortunately, when you're stuck in a nine to five work situation, it's nice to know that somebody else believes in you too as well. You know what I mean? You shouldn't I, have to have that though. You, it's not even should. Yeah. Sometimes you need the validation. All right. Um, but you know, you don't want to get into a point where you need it all the time to feed you. Right. But right. the idea is compliments are free. Why not tell another human being it's a part of kindness? Gosh, you look pretty today. You know, right? Right. It's a compliment. Or you do something for yourself. Go buy yourself some flowers. Go buy yourself some, me, buy myself, go buy yourself some flowers and put them in your kitchen where you can see them. How lovely is that? What a lovely energy, right? So, you know, it's the simple things we do for another human being. We go out and we might get them a little treat just to say, you know, you're doing a great job or I'm really proud of you or I'm really glad I'm your friend and I thank you for supporting me. That's just, you know, that's just lovely little random acts of kindness that we can do and that are so simple. I agree. So Alexis said, thank you. And she goes, yes, I have to learn um, that it's hard for me to figure out what makes me happy. And I'm not sure what brings me joy anymore, but you're right. It's all about self-love and I have to find that within myself. It's there. It's there, Alexa. Your, your love is there. So just start feeling into it. Start getting back to your child. What brought you joy as a child? Go do that. Right. I had a woman I did a reading on today and a sailboat came in and I said, wow, I said, here's what you need to do. I want you to join a yacht club. There's one right around the corner. There's a women's sailing club and I want you to go do it. And she said, I love sailing. Aww. I love sailing as a kid. And, 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 um, and, and she's very rigid. And I said, this is going to loosen you up and allow that inner child play to come back out. So Alexa, go do something playful, you know, that you haven't done and, and have fun with it. Oh, I love that. You know, one of the most things that brought me joy was roller skating and swimming when I was mm -hmm. a kid. Mm -hmm. um, but there, I did break my arm. <laughs> and so as an adult, there's like this fear that, oh my God, what if I break my arm again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and have to wear a cast all the way up to my armpit and inch <laughs> after that. That's funny. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> I broke both bones, the radius of the ulna and, you know, the wrist. And I had to wear a cast all the way up to my freaking armpit. I couldn't oh, understand boy. that one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> but we shouldn't let fear dictate us in doing something that we have fun in. No, and it can it. be, yeah, of course. Right. So we just right. do something where we feel safe and, um, you know, um, and, uh, and, and just go have fun and let the, let the little inner child play. So we, we have about a minute left. Okay. Is, is, uh, you know, this show goes by really quick or we're out here talking. And so it's so fun on here. I have such a blast with it and you've been so amazing tonight, but what, what one thing would you like to share with our listeners? Uh, don't, don't ever give up, stay hopeful. Um, Take this time to connect more deeply with yourself and your heart and what you really want. 
because a lot of us have a higher purpose on this planet. And it may not be being a psychic or a healer or a medium. It might be something very simple. However you show up in your beautiful way, I want you to go do it. Shine. Shine brighter than you ever have and love every single moment of it. That is beautiful. So tell people again your website and how to get in touch with you. So I am very accessible. And really, if you want to schedule an appointment, I like to have a five-minute conversation with people um, just to check in with you. My telephone number is 602-448-8827. My website is www.take5, the number five, meditations.com. So um, that's how you can get some information on my services and rates and a little bit more about me. And then of course, just call me. I'm happy to pick up the phone and have a conversation before you book a session. That is awesome. Lisa, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for coming and playing with me tonight. Oh, thank you so much. Happy birthday, Sandy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And with that being said, I want to thank all of our listeners tonight and our listeners that listen in the uh, Spotify and Apple, iTunes, YouTube. Thank you guys so much for, you know, allowing me to bring such amazing people to you every week. And I want to thank all of you for all the blessings, and the joys that you've given me just listening to this broadcast. So with that, we're going to end the show. Lisa, go ahead and say goodnight to everybody. We'll good night, everybody. Namaste and be well.